Chris, everybody. I'm Bernie. I'm Chris. Chris, buddy, what happened? Man, I told you last week, I didn't think they were a good baseball team. And they further proved my point this weekend. Uh, Aaron Boone, he's an absolute disgrace right now. (laughs) He's been skating on thin ice since the beginning of the season for me. And now he... (laughs) I think he's going to make it through the year, but the only way this guy stays is if they win a World Series, which is not happening. So I, I think he's going to get canned. His contract's up <laughs> at the end of the year. And uh, he, hasn't done, he has not done anything to show that he deserves to stay currently. Um, that's how I feel. Um, I feel like he's losing that locker room. I feel like players don't respect him. Um, I, don't care, I don't care what people say. Um, coaching does matter in baseball more than uh, a lot of other sports. <laughs> so we'll get into it uh, into why Chris is uh, mad uh, today. He's he, Chris is not in a good mood today. But, but I'm I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> he he told he told me before. Thank God he fell asleep last night. And the second I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, well, no mood for today. Welcome, which to means I have to I have to remind you constantly. <laughs> what do you mean an asshole text? I didn't send you any asshole text. No, just a couple of brooms. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Chris, this might be a tough uh, question for you to answer here, but uh, what are you loving today? <laughs> uh, I actually got something that I actually do have something I am loving. Wow, that's fair. What, what do we got? Um, what I'm loving is I watched this weekend actually a lot of the college World Series uh, girls softball and um, right. some some amazing games. Um, you watch these girls play; they're absolutely dominant. Uh, the show emotion in the crowd was electric, and uh, mm-hmm. un- unranked James Madison uh, Cinderella story right now. Uh, they're going to play. Oklahoma, they're going to play Oklahoma tonight in a winner take all game, and it's the fourth time they're playing. Um, so um, I'm going to be keating on that game tonight uh, since the Yankees are off and they're in Washington as it is anyways. Yeah, I've heard um, – I haven't been watching – I, I, I won't lie. I haven't been watching um, the uh, College World Series. You should tune softball. into that game tonight. It's going to be a good um, one. I'll, I'll flip through the channels tonight. Um, but from what I've seen like on highlights and stuff on, um, on SportsCenter – it seems like like these games are just super competitive and just they're all overall, competitive. Just really, really. I mean, no kidding, but you you know what I mean by that. Like you know, it just they just seem like it's it's not like a something where it's like one team is clearly better than the other. It seems like both, all all these games just have a, t- a lot a lot of talent on both teams. Games are really close, really fun. Crowds into it. There's a high high energy, and it just seems like it, it seems like from the highlights again. It just seems like it's something fun to watch. So. You know, unfortunately, there's playoff hockey on tonight. Well, not unfortunately, but there is playoff hockey on tonight, so I'll be watching that. But I'll, I'll definitely, because Chris, now that you're saying this, I'll definitely have to. I'll definitely give give it give it. A yeah, little, I mean, obviously, I'm, t- I'm tuned in as well in the hockey matchup tonight. But game five mm-hmm. had it too good for the bees. But um, I mean, uh, during I the commercial, to ca- I happen to. So I'll flip back and forth. Yeah, I happen to catch both games of the Oklahoma and Jay Madison. It was just good baseball. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, um, 
You see, you see, now I don't like this because my thing today that I had for what I'm laughing today, it's just not nice, but it's something <laughs> that is that. So, on uh, on Twitter, the user by the name of Mo, I don't know if you've ever heard of him before, Chris. And he's one of the dumbest people on the planet. He's also just a huge jerk to everybody online. And he's been report. He always claims that he has a source for something. And he said that his sources were saying that Julio Jones and the pa- to the Patriots was a done deal with the trade. The Falcons were just waiting until for June to hit, so because of salary cap and all that stuff. June first hits. Nothing. He says, just be patient. It's coming soon. Okay, well, how patient do we got to be here? Well, we got to be patient for a while still. Um, Chris and I, we, we'll, get, we'll get into it with uh, Julio being traded to Tennessee yesterday. But, or was it two days? I don't even remember. Two days ago. Yes, yesterday. But yesterday, man. Wow, that feels like forever ago. But yeah. he's wrong once again. And, you know, everyone's calling him out on it. And I just love to see it. This, this guy just always claims that he's right. Claims every uh, big-name phrase and goes, is going to go to New England. It's like this guy just doesn't understand that. He, he just doesn't know how to accept that he's wrong. So I'm loving the hate towards him because it's well-deserved. He's a jerk to everybody. Anyone that calls him out, he just instantly just starts insulting them for no reason. Claims yeah. that he has a source, doesn't have a source. It's, he's not the only one that does this. There's another Twitter user. Who does this too? Uh, I'll They're just say everywhere. Initials, SK. His initials are SK. He's also completely and utterly useless. Um, he gets a lot of hate too, and it's well deserved. But this guy specifically, emotional, dirtbag of a human being, and I'm glad he's <laughs> actually getting. I'm glad he's getting the hate. He it's more than it's more than deserved, and it's a, and he went into hiding. He went into hiding. He's not responding to any criticism. He's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going on a podcast to talk about it. Um, all right, great. That's what you're gonna address. You're not gonna address it immediately. You're just gonna let it all build up, and then you're just gonna come up with some kind of bullshit. I, I'm dying to hear what he has to say because I know it's gonna be complete and utter bullshit, and that he just has too big of an ego to to, to admit that he's wrong. Because he's one of those people who cannot admit that he's wrong. He always has to be right about something, and if he's wrong, he'll just say that he never said it. But screenshots don't lie, so that's all I have to say. So I'm loving yeah. the hate that he's getting, and I hope it continues. <sighs> All right, rant over to start. Rant, rant over on that. Um, let's get into something I like to talk about. Uh, the Yankees losing a lot. Um, so the Red Sox and Yankees they played each other this weekend, and the Red Sox won all three times. It was a good. Old, it was a good old Bronx sweep this weekend. Uh, the Red Sox they they brought the brooms and the brooms came out. Um, you love to see it if you're a Red Sox fan like myself. As for Chris, the uh, the losers, I mean the Yankees fan, eh, same thing. Losers are Yankees, really the same thing. <laughs> Tough weekend for Chris, but getting into the um, the nitty gritty of the game. Game one uh, on Friday night, five two was the final. Avaldi uh, had an Avaldi like night. He he was he was dominant. Um, had seven seven Ks, gave up eight hits in six innings. Um, Devers showed up again as usual with his bat. He let up the scoring with a th- with a three run home run right in the first. Uh, Marlon Gonzalez hit a double in the sixth, which brought in which brought in two more runs, make it five nothing. 
Uh, Aaron Judge just happened to cheat really quick and hit a home run. Um, and Urshela did his thing for to make it five to two was the final. After game one, Chris, were you like, all right, it's just game one of the series? Doesn't, doesn't no, I wasn't score. because they're not they're not hitting, and this team's a terrible baseball team. And all they Very do good. is find all they find ways is to lose games. Hey, I mean, they got some wins. They suck. <laughs> then you get into game two. Uh, game two, same story for the Red Sox, just straight up dominant. Yankees, eh, they suck. They got up. They um, they started off the scoring in this one with the Glaber Torres home run in the fourth, uh, and then the Red Sox. Well, then they clapped right back. Uh, De- Devers with a single to to right, brought in two runs. And then Marlon Gonzalez with a double to right, brought in two run, brought in, brought in one run. Um, and then the Red Sox never really looked back once they got the lead. The Yankees tied it, but then the Red Sox just overall took it. Uh, got the Yankees were so bad they gave Bobby Dalbach a home run. Just saying. That's how that that's how bad it got. That's how bad it got for the Yankees. Then we get into last night, and I'm actually going to be on your side about something in a second, but. But yeah, we're, we'll, I'll we'll, I'll be on your side with that one. But we'll get Aaron Boone that not having a pair of balls. Yeah, lots yeah. Of balls. So Verdugo Verdugo does a Verdugo like thing, hits a home run, one nothing, perfect. Red Sox win. Wrong. Well, they win, but it's not like that. Uh, Gary Sanchez actually decided to contribute uh, in the series. Double to he doubled to right, brought in two runs. Uh, the ju- judge uh, grounded out to a fielder's choice. That brought in a run. Marlon Gonzalez had himself a series. He hits a home run to tie the game in three. Uh, Bog- Bogarts, sack, fl- uh, sack fly. Um, Arroyo, he came in to score. Torres, Torres shows up again, hits a double. It's four to four after Judge uh, scores on that. And that was it. The t- that was it. Nine innings, up and down. Four four going in- going into extras. Uh, Bogarts uh, singles deep sent deep. Singled in the deep center, brought in Christian Vasquez and Bobby Dalbach. And then bottom of the 10th, uh, the Yankees did add on one more run, but wasn't enough. Red Sox went 6-5. Let's go back, Chris, to the pitch that, what was it, bottom of the ninth, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like I, like I said, Matt, I fell asleep because these guys are a bunch of losers. But I did, <laughs> I did hear about it when I woke up on Twitter there in, in the morning. It was – yeah, so it was bottom of the ninth. Um, I forget the I forget who was at bat. Um, who's the Who's the guy from the Rangers that you guys got, Chris? The guy with a really big beard. Uh, big beard. Yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't have a beard, but when he was on the Rangers, he had a ginormous beard, and he looks different now because he doesn't have. Oh, one. Kluber. No, not Kluber. Kluber. Um, o- Odor. It was Odor. Oh, Odor. Odor. Yeah, it was Odor. Odor. Odor is at the plate, and he gets he. Um, I believe it was Barnes who threw it, and pitches nowhere near the plate. It's complete outside, and it was a strike three call. Wasn't overturned, nothing like that, because you can't challenge balls and strikes. Horrible call. I'm actually going to be on your side on that one, Chris. Where on the Yankee side on this one, I'm saying that that was not a strike, but you know. We'll take it. So yeah. we'll take it, Red and Sox Nation. We'll definitely take it. Aaron, Red Sox Aaron also doesn't show any emotion about that call. 
I know. One of the bench coaches didn't got ejected, I think. Yeah, because someone's got to speak up for a teammate. Obviously, <laughs> Boone can't. So if you can tell by the tone of Chris's voice, he's done talking about the Yankees. He, he, they're, they're just not a good baseball team. It's all about the Rangers, baby. Rumors have it. They're Gallon is the leader for them. That's a good rumor right there. And speaking of so. the um, speaking of the Rangers, let's move in to the NH to Stanley Cup playoffs. A little bit of an update for you from from the from last week. Uh, we had Game Two in Carolina between the Lightning and the Hurricanes. Uh, Tampa Bay won two to one. Um, Tampa Bay Tampa Bay is just too dominant in the playoffs. Uh, Killhorn and Sorelli got the, did the scoring for uh, for Tampa. Uh, then Shvenchikov. Um, Probably butchering that name, um, scored, scored with two with a minute and a half left, basically, um, in the third. And it was just too little, too late. Yeah, they're running away with the series. Yeah, I, I, I think Tampa's going back. I think Tampa they're just outmatched. Tampa might make another championship run, which sucks to say that out loud. Um, their defense is so good. Never mind their scoring, and then there's yeah. the difference. In Tampa is just elite goaltender. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zavaleski. If I'm pronouncing his his name right, he might be the best goalie in all of hockey. So, no, he is the so, best goalie. Yeah, when you have the best goalie in hockey, you're you're gonna have a solid night in the net every time. Uh, speaking of solid goaltending, um, Avalanche they beat uh, Vegas in Game Two, do nothing in the series. Um, another dominant. Perf- nothing, this game was uh, went into overtime. Um, it looked it looked like. It looked like potentially this game was gonna was gonna end uh, in the third with a uh, Colorado scoring and the Vegas scoring um, didn't happen at all because there's no goal, goals in the third. But it just they, both of them just had a few had many chances to take the lead and prevented overtime from happening, but it didn't happen. Uh, Saad got the got the uh, party started in the first. Alec Martinez answers with a power play. Uh, Joe responds with a power play goal. Riley Smith gets one in the second period. And then in overtime, it was Rantatenen. I'm probably mispronouncing that on a power play, giving giving Colorado the 2-0 edge heading into Vegas. A lot of people were thinking, all right, this could be it for Vegas right here because Colorado was, looks like they were also going to run away with the series. Yeah, because you, uh, you, you, you and I, you and I, you and I have said this: they're a wagon. They're a whole wagon. When are the series will make the Stanley Cup from the West? All right. I like that prediction. Uh, heading into Montreal and Winnipeg next. Game one, Montreal coming off of that amazing Harry game, Price. Seven, game seven win against Toronto to get to get into this spot. Um, Comical. Com- Chris, do you want – Do you want, Chris, you know what? Because I know you're having a rough one after the Yankees got swept over the weekend. Do you want to make fun of the Leafs really quick? No, I'm okay. Will that make you feel better if we make fun of the Leafs no. really quick? <laughs> it doesn't get, doesn't get rid of the problems that the Yankees currently have. <laughs> the Leafs still suck. I'm trying to be nice. Chris, I'm trying to be nice to you, man. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Mon- Mon- uh, Montreal wins game one with a score of 5-3. to three. Um, Montreal looks good, man. Just... They might come. They might. They might come out of Canada with with, with uh as the top team this year, um in the playoffs at least. Um, man, that's a name. Caught Kenemy. 
Let's go with that. Got the got the uh, scoring started for uh, Montreal. Eric Stahl gives a follow up, give him a two nothing re- uh, lead. Lowry scores for Winnipeg on a shorthanded goal, uh, and then Suzuki gives uh, Montreal a three one lead heading into the second. Nothing happened in the second really, just, just a lot of defense. In Good the third, goaltending. yeah, great goaltending. In the third, four board scores for Winnipeg. Um, three to two. Uh, Gallagher, Brendan Gallagher scores for Montreal <coughs> on a pow- on a power play. Four to two. Connor scores for Winnipeg. Four to three. And then Evans scores five to three. And then, as we all know, what happened to Evans afterwards in game two? Yikes! But uh, what were you saying about goaltending, Chris? Uh just Terry Price is looking elite again. He is. He re- uh, he re- he is. It's crazy to think Montreal is about to be making a little I, run. I, so I was talking to uh, three who I was talking to, and they said this Montreal Canadiens team, you can you can give a comparison to Vegas in their first season in the league when they made that Stanley Cup run to the finals. You can make the comparison because they weren't supposed to be as there, and they weren't supposed to get as far as they did. Same with this Montreal team. They shouldn't have beaten Toronto, and then they shouldn't be in the position that they're in right now going into tonight's game. I think you and I can agree. I think I think you and I can say that's a pretty fair comp. I forget who was told yeah. that, though. I like that comparison. Definitely a good one. Um, moving on. Boston, Boston and the Islanders. This is this is this has been this has been a great series. First of all, it's been such a competitive series. Uh, two two bloodbath teams. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, game. What game am I looking at? Game three here. Um, Boston was Boston's up two nothing going into game three. Craig Smith gets the scoring starter, returning back from an injury. One nothing Boston. And then the Islanders don't have a response until the third period with Barzal. Getting his first um, goal of the playoffs, <coughs> and then in overtime, Brad Marchand, beautiful goal gives gives the gives the Bruins a win, and everything everything looks good. Everything looks good for the Bruins. Looks like okay, they're up, they're up in the series again. Life is good for Bruins fans until they got to Game Four. Um, but before we get to that, we're gonna get to Game Three for Carolina and Tampa. Carolina finally wins a game. Finally get gets a win in the series. Uh, Pesh and Ajo get get the scoring started for Carolina. Uh, point Kilhorn returned the favor for Tampa, and then this was all in the second period because the first and third periods had no had no scoring in it, just all defense. And then Stahl in overtime for the winner for Carolina, give, giving them finally giving them a win in the series. Uh, Vegas, Colorado, uh, game th- game three. Vegas wins three to two at home. Carlson Carlson gets the scoring started for Vegas. Uh, Soderbergh responds for for uh, Colorado. Rantanen then gets gives Colorado the lead, and then Marcia So and Pacioretty they do their thing in the third to give Vegas a three to two win. Colorado finally loses their first game in the playoffs. We go we go yeah. to game. T- I mean, the wagon is it beatable? I don't know. That they looked, they certainly looked it because it was looking yeah. like before. It looked like before they were seriously going <clears> to <throat> stampede everybody all the way to the final. 
told you Flurry can make a difference for that team once they inserted him back into the lineup. Yeah. Uh, game two uh, between Montreal. Heavy defense game right here. He- a, he- a heavy defense game right here. Uh, Toffoli was the on- was the only scorer in this game <laughs> for Montreal. One nothing in the final. Uh, something that needs to be brought up in this series though uh, was was uh, Jake Jake Evans, I believe, is what his name is. Took a nasty hit. I don't know. This is, you, I'm assuming you've seen this hit, Chris, right? Yeah, I got mixed reviews on it, but how do you feel on it? I I personally don't think it. I think the media overblows it to be a worse hit than it is. That's my opinion. You're one, oh, okay. I mean, I think. No, don't, what, don't don't get me wrong. He definitely went out of his way a bit, but it was definitely mm-hmm. a charging call. But, you know, he was trying to save a goal, and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's hockey. You got to be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's not like he did like a Tom Wilson where he was leading for the head. It was dirty, yeah. but it looked more dirty than it really was. Yeah, and then this hit that we're talking about, I meant to bring it up in game one. It went right over my head. This happened at the end of game one. Um, Evans just got absolutely obliterated and not okay. I personally, I'm a fan of the NHL doing their job. They did it. Thank God. Um, he's suspended until game six if necessary. So there's a chance we don't even see the Jets player. I for, I cannot pronounce his last name. I think it was Scheifel or something like that. I can't, I can't pronounce this. I'm, I'm so bad at pronunciations, Chris. It's not even funny. Uh, me too, brother. All right. Moving into game four between the Bruins and the Islanders. This did not, not go well for the Bruins. Krejci gets the, sco- gets the st- uh, scoring start in the second with the power play goal. And then it was just all Islanders after that. Palmieri in the second. Barzal in the third. Sezikis in the third. Pajot in the third. Four to one was the final. Um, Bruce Cassidy was very, very critical of the third line uh, for the Bruins. And then he was also critical of the refs as well. Um, the refs just simply they just they just they just don't they just they're not fair. It's not it's not a, it's not a fair game that's called. The Islanders seem to get more calls than the Bruins, and you know it just seems it just seems like there's always it's always Boston teams versus the team that they're playing and and the refs of whatever league that they're in. It's it's ridiculous. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I I think you hit a spot on that. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna keep right. keep it. I'm keeping it simple there. All right. Um, Carolina, Tampa, game four. Um, you can probably guess where this is going. Tampa wins uh, six to four. Uh, t- uh, Carolina jumps out to a two nothing lead in the, in the second. No scoring happened in the first. Uh, Stamkos Stamkos uh, Stamkos gets in there. Kucherov gets in there. Um, they just overmatch him. They just overmatch him. It's just I'm just it, it's like if I if I read like every scoring play, if, it, it, if Carolina it, had better goaltending, they would have more of a chance. Exactly, um, but that's an issue three, that they a, still need it, to address. Yeah, it's a three-one series lead for Tampa. Um, they're going to close it out win. five. Yeah, they're going to close it out. Um, speaking of five, <laughs> Vegas won five to one against Colorado last night. Uh, Saad got the scoring start for Colorado. And then Marcheseau, Pacioretty, Marcheseau, Marcheseau, 
and Brown. Timo Arena was bumping. They were they they the fortress was popping last night. In it Vegas. is great to see that that uh, crowd is something else out there. Chisalt gets a hat trick um, in the playoffs. Uh, good for him, I guess. Good for Vegas. Vegas really needed to get win these two games at home, and they did. Series two to two, heading back to Colorado. Now it's a best of three. Yeah, um, that's what you want to do. You got to take care of home ice, and you, go, you did that. Especially against a team like the uh, Avalanche, you got you got to protect home ice, no matter who you are. Um, yeah, I'm still gonna go. My prediction was Vegas for the mm-hmm. coming out of the West, and um, I think they're still gonna come out of the West. But uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a key pivotal game five in that series. Wouldn't surprise me if this goes seven. Yeah, I, I think that series and the series it's gonna yeah. go seven both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of seven. Um, just kidding. Five plus one is six, not seven. Uh, Montreal beat beat Winnipeg five to one. Um, yeah. Uh, Perry, Lake Hogan, Lake Conan. Let's go with Lake Conan. And Armia gets get the got the scoring started for Montreal. Give him a three nothing lead halfway through the second. Lowry gets gets a gets a goal for for uh, Winnipeg, and that's all Winnipeg would do. Because Suzuki and Armia score once again in the third. Five to one was the final in this again. Three O series lead for Montreal. They can close it out tonight. Unbelievable. I don't Are think Winnipeg gonna... has anything left in the tank. Yeah, they're just they're just showing no fight. Yeah, they're outmatched right now. And Carey Price is being unbelievable. Yeah. And then so and then the other game tonight too is Boston is Boston and uh, the Islanders. Um, video came out. I was I was on Twitter today of the coach of the Islanders, Barry uh, Trotz, saying that he thinks Patrice Bergeron cheats in faceoffs because he like does like a flick of the stick or something. Like I don't know. It was a completely idiotic video. Um, I don't, Chris. I don't understand what's with bald men in New York giving Boston teams extra motivation. I don't yeah, get it. Especially, especially some of you relevant ones. Cause, yeah, because you had Brett Gardner do the thing with talking about Alex Cora. You have Trotz talking about Patrice Bergeron, the captain of the Bruins, mind you. Now it just seems like Patrice is probably going to have a big night tonight now. And it's because of these comments right here. And I'm sure that's going to be something that's going to be talked about after the game too. And a lot of people a lot of people will be talking about it regardless just because it's like, what what are they doing? What, what is Trotz doing here? Know what I mean? Yeah, maybe trying to fire your squad up, but you got to be careful what you say sometimes. Exactly. Uh, so, game five in Boston tonight, the Garden will be popping again. Unfortunately, speaking of the Garden, the Celtics season, it did come to an end the other night as we transitioned into the NBA playoffs now. Um, 123-109, final score between the Nets and the Celtics. Nets finished Celtics off in five. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum had you know he had thirty two points, um, wasn't enough, and the Celtics offseason began and it began with a bang. Danny Ainge stepped down; he retired officially as the president of, bas- of basketball operations for the Celtics. So, who did the Celtics hire immediately to replace him? Brad Stevens. Wow. Chris, what what are your what are your thoughts on this, man? Because the Celtics are now looking for a head coach. 
Uh, I was shocked. Um, you know, I never really thought Danny Ainge would step down. You know, uh, we thank Danny Ainge for all that he's done for us. But me and you both knew that his time was coming to an end. It was his time uh, to go. He, he was starting to get a reputation around the league now where, like, a lot of players don't want to play for him. And uh, that that's where we were. And uh, he reached the max. Our, he maximized our talent and where we were going to go from this roster that he constructed. So, um, you know, uh, kudos to him for stepping down. And um, uh, obviously Brad Stevens, great basketball guy. Uh, we all know that. We've seen, we've seen what he's done here since he's been our coach, what he did at Butler, creating a good program there. Um, I, I like him going into the management. And now uh, no one knows this team better than Brad, uh, what their weaknesses are, especially after this tough year. So, uh, you know, Brad, let's go out and get that center. Let's go get some guard help and uh, hopefully get rid of Kemba's contract and go <laughs> from there. Now, supposedly, the Celtics – our team of interest to land Dam- Damian Lillard this offseason. Yeah, a lot of smoke around Lillard. Who knows? We'll yeah, see. We'll, we'll see about that. But I think with Danny Ainge around, that wouldn't even be considered. With Brad around, he's going to make some tr- moves. He's going to make some moves this offseason, I think, that Danny mm-hmm. normally wouldn't do. And I think it's going to be moves that improve the team. Another um, name to keep an eye on, Bradley Bill. Only has one-year deal left on his contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw what he did there with the Wizards with no talent. Uh, now just picture mm-hmm. him next to Tatum if, if we were be able to uh, get him on our team. Yeah. And another thing about Brad uh, and his relationship with Marcus Smart, uh, Marcus Smart's on the trade block, supposedly. Um, it's being rumored he might be sent to Dallas. We'll see about that. Um, no, it's not for Luka. It'd be nice if it was, it was for Luka, but... We'll see what happens with that, but there's a chance Marcus Smart gets dealt this offseason. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know about him. I'm still iffy about, but we got to unload that Kemba contract. We do. We got to get rid of that. I'm with you on yeah. that. Uh, I like Kemba, like Kemba the person, but uh, you guy can't be getting paid the most money on our team this year and play 20 games. I'm with you on that, Chris. Trust me. <laughs> Um, other other uh, other NBA playoff action. Um, Suns beat the Suns beat the Lakers in Game Five, one fifteen eighty five. They t- they take a series lead in that one. Devin Booker with thirty points. Uh, he, he playoff Booker's been unreal. Yeah, Suns uh, look game, unreal. Yeah, Game Five between Portland and uh, Denver. Denver wins one forty seven to one forty. Dame Lillard had fifty five points in this game and still lost. Shameful. Uh, if he wants, I I wouldn't blame him if he wants out of Portland. Nah, no um, one can blame him. Yeah, and, no. he's, and he's been loyal. He's been very loyal. Um, in Game Five between the uh, Sixers and Wizards, six, Sixers won one twenty nine one twelve. They finished the series off. Um, good season for the Wizards, I guess. They made it. They made it to the playoffs. Won the play. Won the play in uh, elimination game. To get not to not get swept, but get gentlemen swept by by the Sixers. Sixers move on. Um, they will be facing the if I can remember right. Who are they facing? Not Brooklyn because they're playing Milwaukee. Hawks. What? Yeah, I'm supposed to say. Why am I drawing a blank? The Hawks. Speaking of the Hawks, they beat the Knicks 103 
89 in game five. They win their series four to one. Uh, Trey, Trey Young took a bow in Madison Square Garden with after getting 36 points. Trey Young's been on. He's been someone in the playoffs too. That's been fun to watch. Awesome to watch. I haven't watched a lot of Trey Young just just because you know Celtics and the Hawks they don't play each other often. But this 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 kid's this kid's gonna be elite. I think in the NBA he's not he's not there yet. Hawks Hawks are an up and coming team, man. They they good are coaching good coaching. They got tons of shooting. They play a good overall team game. And you, know, you see what they did in game one. Yeah. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, Utah, they finish off Memphis in Game Five, one twenty six, one hundred, one ten. They went, they they win their series. Um, Utah, Utah's they're the number one seed in the West, and they're pro- they're probably going to be the favorite to come out of the West too. Yeah, there's good squad, man. Game Five between the Mavericks and the Clippers, one hundred five, one hundred is the final in favor of the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic with forty two points led the way. Giving Dallas a chance to close out the series in Game Six at home—that—that—that—that's a dream scenario for the Mavericks right there. Moving into Game Six between um, Phoenix and the Lakers, uh, Phoenix—they finish off the Lakers, one thirteen to one hundred. Devin Booker with forty-seven points, uh, new NBA champion confirmed as the Los Angeles Lakers are officially eliminated. First time in LeBron James's career that he. Gets a first round exit. What do you think of this, Chris? What 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 yeah. did you think of the, what do you, what did you think of this? Uh, Lakers looked uh, outmatched. Uh, I know Anthony Davis wasn't healthy, but still outmatched. And um, I mean, wow, Suns. Uh, what a I would have never thought there. going into, coming into the season. Would have never thought the Phoenix Suns would be the second seed and they'd be the team to take out the Lakers. Would have never thought. Yeah, and they they really took them out with ease. Um, after being down two one in that series, they just took over from there. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all, that's all it took. Uh, Denver they finished off Portland one twenty six one fifteen. Jokic was probably gonna be the MVP with thirty six points. Denver is uh, a good team, man. If, if, yeah. just, th- just to think about if Jamal Murray wasn't hurt, what this team would be right now. They'd they'd be insane. This would have been a four-hour sweep, they, I think, if Jamal Murray was around. They still might make the NBA Finals without their best player. Yeah. So, I'm going to say second best. I think Jokic is yeah. better than Murray. Yeah, but he still affects the game in such a different way, though. True. But, yeah, um, they're, they're both the best players in that team by far. Yeah. Game six in, in Dallas between the Mavericks and Clippers, 104-97 in favor of the L.A. Clippers. Uh, Kawhi Leonard with 45 points completely took over this game. Clippers couldn't get the game, couldn't couldn't seal the deal at home. Now they got to go back to LA for the best phrase in sports. Game seven. Um, before we end, before we get into the, before we get into game seven, though, we have game one of the, of the of one of the Eastern Conference Finals series between Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Brooklyn wins 115-107. Um, yeah, no one's beating Brooklyn. Just that simple. Yeah, I mean, even with James Harden out, who knows <laughs> how long that's going to be. But uh, he's out again good. tonight too. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, game one in the Eastern semis between Atlanta and Philly. Atlanta wins one twenty eight, one twenty four. This is going to be one hell of a series. I think. I think this is this isn't going to be as simple 
oh, okay, Sixers drop game one, and then they're going to win the next four straight. This has a chance to go six, I think. Six or seven. I think yeah. Trey Young is going to The Hawks really could give them the run for their money. They could. They are and a it's hot the team Sixers right now. after all. It's the Sixers after all. They love yeah. to choke. Not as much as the Toronto Maple Leafs, but the Sixers love to choke. All teams in Philly love to choke. You, you know how it is, Matt. I know. The Eagles, the Eagles Especially choke. the Eagles. <laughs> I know. You love the Eagles, Chris. I know. Can't, can't wait to get the Eagles talking going again. <laughs> man, oh, man, months, me and Matt only, love we're that. Only a few mo- hey, we're only a few months out from that. So. Cannot wait. Uh, game seven between L.A. and Dallas. Clippers win 126-111. to 111. Um, Luca had 46 points and they still couldn't win. Um, just overall good. This was a good series. Clippers, they move on to, to the next round. They're in the Western semis where they, where they're going to be playing Utah. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, so I, I believe I had the Clippers winning it all. They barely, uh, keep my prediction alive. I'm still not yeah. sure what I was thinking. But, I was, I was, I was ready to roast you. Must have been smoking something that day. You smoked something that day. That's for Ooh. sure. Yeah, I think the Jazz are going to beat them though. They're too good. Yeah. Um. So that's all the playoff updates. Um, coaching updates. Obviously, we have the Celtics needing a head coach. Um, rumor has it that Sam Cassell is the he's the top candidate. Uh, Jason Kidd's in the mix too. Please God, don't let it be him. Uh, Carol Lawson's in the mix. Becky, Becky Hammond's in the mix. I'm pulling for Becky Hammond. I would love to see her as the head coach of the Celtics. That would be such a good pick. She's learning from Popovich, so like she's learning from the best. What do you think, Chris? Who do you want? Who do you want to be the next coach of the Celtics? I'm not sure yet. Um, I gotta see who who it really comes down to. Um, I haven't really done my research on all the people that are out there right now. Okay, I like um, that. Chauncey Billups kind of intrigues me a bit. Yeah, that that's an interesting one, but I think he might be actually heading to Portland because Terry Stotts and the Portland Trailblazers they parted ways, and then also Steve Clifford and the Orlando Magic they also parted ways. Uh, rumor has it Chauncey Billups might be heading to Portland to go coach that team. That might be just so just to entice Lillard on staying a little bit longer, not requesting a trade or anything like that. Um, We'll see what we'll see what happens in the NBA um, with these coaching vacancies all of a sudden. But we got one last thing we got to talk about really quick. It's the Julio Jones trade. Uh, Diana received. We, got, we have two more things to talk about, Matt. We have two more things. What does something just, just happen? I'm just I'm just thinking of something that we didn't even talk about. And uh, me as a, me as a Duke Blue Devils fan, how am I not going to talk about this? Oh my goodness, I completely forgot. Coach K. Oh my goodness, my man. Out- I my beloved, my forgot. beloved Coach K is is retiring. That's and, right. Uh, it's a day I always dreaded, uh, but I knew it was coming. You know, especially after Roy Williams retired. You know, uh, two tough COVID years. It's pretty draining on Coach K. And um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of Coach K hitters out there. I'm not sure how you feel about him, but I know a lot of people don't like him. They think that he is doing this just so he can have a Coach K uh, farewell tour. The real reason why he he came out now is because he didn't want to lie to his recruits for the following year. And that's just the type of uh, first-class act he is. And um, I'm happy to say that we're going to be in good hands with uh, John Shire taking over to head coach the following season. 
So I'm ho- I'm hoping they can go out and get Coach K. Um, we have a loaded class coming in, and hopefully we can get uh, national championship number six. But I just wanted to touch upon that. It's gonna happen. That's the thing. You and I both like Chris. I know you're a Duke fan, so like you're automatically gonna say it's gonna happen. But like for Coach K's storybook coaching career to come to an end, he's gonna win. He's gonna win the championship again. That's yeah. It, 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 that's what's just gonna happen. I hope so. Been, like obviously, this is a, it's a. He's not gonna treat it like a giant farewell tour, but everyone else is gonna treat it like a giant farewell tour. Because I mean, yeah. when you think when you think they of have a good college team basketball too next year, they have a great team. Because when you think of college basketball coaching, the five coaches that I immediately think of in order: Coach K, Coach Williams, Calipari, Bill Self, and Jay Wright. Those are the five I immediately think of. Who's number one on that? Coach K. Coach K is the best college basketball coach of all time. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. My, you know, John Wooden fans, they might have something to say about that, but I, and I, understandable. But I, I overall, I just think that the impact that Coach K just makes on his players, I think he's, I think, I think he's the better coach, in my opinion. Um, yeah. As a college basketball fan myself, um, first things first, thank God he's leaving. Um, now, other teams have a chance now. Um, and then secondly, it, it is sad to see him go. Um, one of the best coaches to ever, to ever coach. Yeah, um, definitely a sad day for me as a Duke fan. But um, like I say, uh, he's been grooming John Shire for the last couple of years. Um, Shire handles a lot of recruiting now. So um, I don't think we're going to uh, – obviously, Coach K was a big selling point, but – He's still going to be a part of that Duke program no matter what, and uh, people are still going to want to come play for Duke, the Brotherhood, everything that uh, it stands for. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, it was. It's a sad day for Duke fans, but y'all knew this was coming. So yeah. But uh, let's get into the Julio Jones trade. So Diana Rossini of ESPN broke the news yesterday that Julio Jones is going to be traded to the Tennessee Titans in return of a second and fourth round. Like, I understand why the Patriots didn't do this. It's just infuriating that they didn't do it. Because if they had gotten Julio Jones, it would have, it would have just, it would have completed the, the fantasy of this offense the Patriots have had. But it just shows that one, New England, they trust their wide receiving core, so that's good. As for the trade itself, Look at Tennessee's offense now. All of a sudden, you have Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, who's pretty good. You got Derrick Henry back. We all know who Derrick Henry is. You got AJ Brown. You got Julio Jones now. Uh, the Tennessee defense is pretty loaded. You got Mike Vrabel as a head coach. I'm gonna say it, Chris. This team can do the, the Titans. They if if Julio stays healthy. And everyone can stay healthy for the most part. They can dethrone Kansas City as the top team in the AFC. AFC bloodbath. Uh, uh, glad that's your division, not mine. But uh, straight bloodbath there. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. But um, but uh, but anyways, that's gonna be it for this week, everybody. Um, as always, remember to wash your hands, wear your mask, social distance, call out all the Karens. And we will see you all next week. Thanks, guys. Uh, signing out. Welcome back to more Bernie and Chris, everybody. I'm Bernie. I'm Chris. 
Chris, how we uh, how we feeling today, man? Pretty good, but you know, same shit, different week with the Yankees, man. They are a <laughs> awful blank baseball team. <laughs> how did I know you were gonna instantly just be like, all right? My baseball team sucks instead of being like, oh yeah, you know, I had a solid week, you know, worked and stuff like that, you know, went 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 on a little mini vacation this weekend. You instantly just go, yeah, the Yankees suck. What do you? How do you think I feel? Yeah, I saw them <laughs> blow blow two games. They're thirty two and thirty one. Aaron Boone has no balls. Uh, this team is a disaster. <laughs> They're an absolute disaster. They're a dumpster fire. <laughs> It starts from, Bri- starts from Brian Cashman to Boom. I love to this. The, the team's flawed. Um, <laughs> they're not making playoffs because even if they were to play outstanding baseball the rest of the way, uh, you're in the divi- in one of the best uh, divisions in baseball. So. <laughs> oh my god, I love but this. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I tell myself I'm. I'm really. I'm gonna. S- Try not to watch anymore, you know, as much as I love them. I probably still will, but they are so frustrating to watch. I have to say, you're 100% still watching, no matter how bad yeah. they are. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm ready for football season. To come but to out. say, you're you're a Giants fan. You're used to bad teams by now, nah, so. we're good. <laughs> well, um, this might be a tough question to ask you then, Chris, but uh, <clears throat> what are you loving today? So what I'm loving today, I kind of I kind of talked about it last week, and um, the championship girls softball game, um, mm-hmm. great, great game, watch, um, and uh, the one seed Oklahoma continues to be a powerhouse in softball the last couple of years. They're awesome to watch. Yeah. I did watch a little bit of it, and I, I, I think, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean that team was just loaded. Like they, they uh, the announcers were just saying, like girls that are on their bench could like probably be like a team and being like mm-hmm. the world series that's how good these like kids yeah. are going to lots of um lots of talent on the team yeah lots uh, of talent i know one girl had a like her 70th career home run just like crazy number when you look at it mm-hmm. all right well I, I like that um yeah all right mine's a little weak today not gonna lie chris you're probably you're, <laughs> you're, you're probably gonna boo me on this one um I'm loving that the Olympic trials are starting to make their way to the TV and that we can watch um, the athletes compete for spots on the Olympic, on the Olympic teams. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know about you, Chris, um, but I'm a big Olympics fan. I am. I know there are some people who love the Olympics and there are some people who absolutely despise them. Um, I'm more of the summer than the winter Olympics. I, I just, I cannot get into the winter Olympics for the, for the love of me, but, uh, for the yeah, life I'm of a me. Summer, I'm a, I'm a summer Olympic guy as well. Like I, like, I was watching. I really the, only like the snowboarding and skiing. That's about it for winter. Yeah. Same. I was watching the, the swimming stuff last night, instead of swimming and diving last night. And it, every time I watch, I'm just like, man, you know, these guys and gals are here. They could swim three laps in the pool by the time I'm, probably halfway finished with one lap like that's how yeah, ridiculous like I'm, calling, I'm calling it a day <laughs> like i just see the i just i just i just see the i i just can't swim an olympic size pool no matter how hard i can probably well i can probably swim it just not fast unlike them i'm just interested to see how the swimming team does without michael phelps and i don't think ryan lochte's doing it either because of what happened with him in rio um but I'm just loving the fact that the Olympics, you know, they're back slowly. I know they had – I think they had gymnastics 
two weeks ago now. And obviously, you know, Simone Biles probably going to be the greatest gymnast of all time based off of how she's just been on a roll since her career really started. Um, I, I can't wait to see her in our, in our gymnastics team. Cause we always have a good gymnast team too. Um, and I'm just, I'm just excited to see the Olympics happen, man. Yeah. They start in when July, July, like end of July, mid, like yeah, mid end July, something like that. So well, I'll, I will definitely have to key on it as we get closer to, uh, Olympics, and um, definitely will be fun to talk about. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm I can't wait to talk about the Olympics. Talk about all all the events that happen during during uh during then. Absolutely. But um, you already alluded to this, so let's just get into it. So you got to voice your frustrations, Chris. I know. Just just keep it going. Just keep it going. <laughs> Matt loves this, guys. It's just not fair, everyone. Just oh, I got nothing really to say about the Red Sox. Yeah, they had a bad weekend, but like, you know that's gonna happen every now and then with a good team, unlike yeah. the Yankees. So, but uh, so I mean, like I said, go. this it's three main common themes continue to happen, and it starts off with we cannot score with runners in scoring position. You know, first and second no outs, second and third one outs. You, you got to play simple baseball. Stop trying to hit home runs. And put the ball in play, but this team seems to not do that. Um, the only really consistent hitter on this team all year long has been Judge. He's having a great year. He's healthy, he's staying on the field. Um, Gio Rochelle is playing well as well. He's hitting pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, but other than those two guys, everyone else on this team is spotty. I mean, uh, Sanchez is starting to play better um, over the last twelve games, um, mm-hmm. but. Garrett it's, Cole cheated, you know, no, whatever. Everyone makes a big deal about Garrett Cole. I don't even know. I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to get into that. <laughs> uh, I think you all gotta, pitchers. You heard his answer, right, when he was asked. Yeah, about, I heard it. All, all pitchers use some type of substance. You got to admit, bit. that's one of the funniest answers, though. Like, he just he just did not know what to say. Yeah. Like, he, I, he, yeah. Sounded like, like, he literally sounded like a dude that got cheating on his girl. Like, he just did not know what to say. He's just like, yeah, uh, he's just uh, 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 uh. I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, the media just needs a story to talk about. That's, that's what that comes down to in the end. But uh, uh-huh. this, t- this team's a bad baseball team. They're off today. Thank, thank the F God because I can't stand watching this team right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to key in on the hockey game tonight. But they're 32-31. and 31. They're in fourth place. They're in big-time trouble. Um, I, I, Like I say, I talk about Boone. They're in fourth you know, now? Boone's like a little puppet doll for Cashman right now. Yeah, he he's not gonna last this season because I really don't think we're gonna make playoffs. And even if we do get a wild card, I don't know. The but, Yankees uh, aren't wait. The Yankees are in fourth now. The Blue Jays passed them. Yeah, not you're not a good baseball team. Look at our, look at the numbers over the last four weeks. They they have they are five and I freaking I watch, fourteen. I watch, I, watch, I watch good baseball teams. So they they are not a good baseball team, and mm-hmm. it's unfortunate. But that that's where we are right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty fortunate for me, but unfortunate for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, so do you think? Like, do you think like their play? Do you think their playoff window is already closing for the season? I, I'm not going to shut the door on it because this team has too much talent to not click at some point. Mm-hmm. But it's really going to depend on the teams ahead of us now, and we're going to. It, it comes to a point where. You got to start winning series, uh, and they're not doing that. So 
Mm. Um, okay. It's, it's, it's going to be a big three weeks, uh, the end of June, going in July. Um, I want to see where they are at the trade deadline, and then it's going to be very talented to see what they do. Okay. You know, do they, do they have a run? Do they make some trades, or do they just stay packed and then, you know, kind of tear this team up in the offseason, new coach, uh, different players, and go from mm-hmm. there? Remember our um, remember our World Series predictions way back at the beginning of the season? Yeah. Yeah, we're not looking too good right now, aren't we? No. I don't even remember who my national team league was. I remember who my American league team was. I, I can't remember my, who my national – I think it was the Dodgers. I'm pretty sure it was them, but – American was the Yankees, and I'm not, yeah. look, I'm not looking too good right now. Nah, it's, it's not. All right, well, um, let's head in. Let's head to a, a New York team that's actually doing good right now. Um, let's head to NHL uh, game five between uh, the Islanders and the Bruins. Uh, the Islanders came away with a five four victory in Boston. Absolutely, both teams right there. Islanders get it done. With some help, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, Pasternak got the scoring started, and then Barzal answered right at the end of the first period, sent it one to one into the second, where Kyle Palmieri gets the scoring started on a power play. Uh, Marshan responds just a few minutes later. Jake Bailey gets uh, Jake Bailey responds um, not almost immediately, but about seven minutes later, and then right bef- and then towards the end of the period, I believe gets another one. It's a four-two Islanders lead. Third period comes around. Here comes Brock Nelson to give the Islanders a five to two lead. Uh, then Posh, then Posh again for the second time in the game on a, on a power play goal. And then Krejci towards the end of the uh, third period too. The comeback bid was not, not enough for Boston. They go down five five to four in this game. They trail three two, heading back to the Coliseum for Game Six. Um, trailing three two in the series, not a good luck for the uh, not good not good for the Bruins there. But, nah. but, 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 Chris, I don't like blaming a, a specific group of people when it comes to games and stuff. But holy hell, the refs, the refs were hot garbage in these last yeah. two games. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get more into it in game six, but just to give a little preview. Oh, my God. The, the refs, they, they, they. The Bruins would do a cross check and they would call it. Then minutes later, the Islanders would do a cross check and they just wouldn't call it right in front of them. It just it just got ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. It's like it just it just seemed like the refs just wanted the Islanders to win, and that's exactly what happened in Game Five. Yeah, I mean, I like I told you about that. I'm not, I'm not saying the refs were good in that game. They were awful, that's for sure. But you know what? That's part of the game. It's the human error in any sport. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. And you know mm. they they had to kill out those they if they should have stepped up and killed those power plays so mm-hmm. you know their PK unit wasn't good enough and uh, the Islanders outplayed them simple as that and plus they, Barry they outplayed and plus before the game two Islanders coach um, Barry Trotz decided to accuse Patrice Bergeron of cheating because he was able to win faceoffs a lot easier than most players in the NHL and the first faceoff that Bergeron's in he instantly got tossed from it. And I think it happened yeah. a few times throughout the game. So it's like, all right, like Trot says he doesn't work the refs, but he kind of works the refs. Yeah, because the refs wouldn't the refs wouldn't have thrown the refs wouldn't have thrown Bergeron out of those faceoffs if Trotz had never said that. On top of that, too, after the game, uh, Bruce Cassidy, very critical of the refs, got fined twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, he's just being a short loser, but 
It he is wasn't. He was bringing up very valid points. Anyways. Yeah, he's, he's valid point that he got out coached. That's my opinion. All right. Spoken like a true New Yorker. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, Montreal, Winnipeg, game four. Montreal completes the sweep of Winnipeg, wins three to two. Uh, it was tied two to two, heading into overtime, uh, and then Tyler Toffoli, minute and a half into it, sends the Islanders to the semifinal, uh, Stanley Cup semifinal. Not the Islanders. Wow, the Canadians to uh, Stanley Cup semifinals. Montreal, they were the last team to get into the playoffs, and they are the first team into the semifinals. Yeah, it's something else. This this team is a lot of fun to watch, man. They are a fun team to watch. I'm interested to see how they're gonna uh, pan out against Vegas. I'm very interested to see it's too. Gonna be very, I'm very intrigued. Wearing wearing a Vegas shirt today, so <laughs> so time will tell. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Vegas, uh, Game Five in, in their series against Colorado, they went three to two in overtime. Uh, Sad and Sad and Donsky gets a, get the scoring started for uh, for, for Colorado, um, two nothing after two periods. And then and then took March Assault, uh, tie the game in the third, and then in overtime it was the captain, Mark Stone. Um Vegas, they they realized they needed to come back, and that's exactly what they did. They got a key win key win on the road in Colorado, and now they get to close out the series at home in game six. Who knows? <laughs> uh spoiler alert, they did. Um and then game five between Tampa and Carolina, you can probably picture how this went. Uh, Tampa won two nothing. Uh, T- Tampa's just they're 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 unreal. They're so good. It's 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 disgusting how good they are. They're the best yeah, goalie in the league. One of the be best. A great, uh, great series between the, them and the Islanders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tampa they have they have the best goalie in the league, and Andre Vasilevsky. They have. You know, obviously Nikita Kucherov, he's good. Braden Point's pretty good. It sucks how good Tampa yeah. is. It does. It really does. Uh, game six between the Islanders and the Bruins. Islanders win six to two. They win the series four to two. Zajac gets the scoring started for the Islanders. Marshan responds just a minute, uh, towards the end of the period on a power play. Second period, the Islanders explode from Brock Nelson, Brock Nelson, and Kyle Palmieri. Uh, four to one after two. Brad Marchand scores again in the third, and then and then Clutterbuck and Pollock get the final two goals for the Islanders. They beat the Bruins six to two. Bruins are heading home for the season. Sad is it's sad to say that, but again, man, it it just it just it, this was just a it was a one it was a one sided game called by the refs these last two games. They they were just favoring the Islanders left and right. It was ridiculous. Um. And another, I know another thing too. Tuka Rask, yes, he was injured with with a hip injury. Um, Tuka haters need to get a life. I I would rather take Rask. I would I would rather take injured Rask over a healthy Swayman, simply because Swayman doesn't have playoff experience, and plus your plus it is not smart to throw a rookie goalie in a game game six elimination game on the road. Uh, Islanders would have lit him up for ten. I'm I'm sorry, but it, that's it, it. Would have happened that way. Uh, Rask did all he could in the end, though. Which unfortunately, wasn't enough. Tuka Rask is a free agent, um, but he's already said I'm not going anywhere but Boston. So it's just all in the fact of what will Boston offer him, if anything. 
Yeah, I'm very intrigued to see how that plays out in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Very intrigued. So the Islanders, they move on to go uh, play Tampa. And then Vegas, they beat Colorado 6-3. to They move on to the Canadians. Um, this was just this was just another the, uh, the avalanche they just kind of fell apart they fell apart they go yeah. they go up two nothing in the series and they lose four straight uh they won yeah. the the avalanche they won the president's trophy this year scored the most points out of everybody best team in hockey and then they lose four straight now granted it's vegas vegas is a very very talented hockey team but still you lose four straight not not good not great. Not, not what you want to say. No. So then we move into the Stanley Cup semifinals yesterday. Uh, Islanders beat Tampa 2-1. to one. Uh, Barzal continuing his playoff hot streak. And then Ryan Pollock. They, they score for the Islanders. And then at the very end of the game, Brandon Point scored on a power play. 2-1 to one was the final. This is going to be a fun series. It's going to be back and forth. Six, it's gonna go six, seven games. Physical, mm-hmm. tough hockey, mm-hmm. and uh, Belomok's hot right now. He's just as hot as Tampa's goalie right now. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's fun to watch. Yeah, uh, Varmalov or Parmalov, I forget how you pronounce his name. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. Vasilevsky, obviously, you know he's gonna show up. The thing I don't like though, the Islanders took a page out of the 2019 St. Louis Blues and just bullied their way and just got and, and never got accountable for any of you know any of the dangerous hits that they were they were doing uh to the Bruins they're probably gonna do something to the to the lightning and they're probably gonna get called for it because NHL they're gonna protect the lightning at all costs but this it's in my opinion the NHL needs to help needs to hold the refs accountable for making horrible no calls or horrible calls in general these playoff some 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 of these playoff games Chris I don't know about you I've I've had to change the channel because of how bad how bad the officiating is it's it's ridiculous, yeah, and the fact that the NHL the NHL doesn't ha- let the media talk to the refs after the game, they need to. They need to be held account- accountable. They need they need to be questioned. Like what the hell is that basically? And it's it's getting to the point where I I don't blame some of the fans who only watch the playoff hockey because of how bad. Like I feel bad for the fans who do that. It's just, some of the games have just been unwatchable because of how bad the officials the games are yeah you're not wrong Matt. <sighs> anyways rant over rant over on the <laughs> nhl now speaking of fixed officiating and fixed games let's go to the nba um i know that that's a joke i know i know before yeah. i didn't to the like to NBA the two people now. i know like to the two people i just offended by like saying that the nba is rigged calm down uh anyways Nets Bucks game two, Brooklyn wins one twenty five eighty six. Looks like Brooklyn's just gonna steamroll Milwaukee. It just looks like it until they got to Milwaukee. Speaking of steamrolling, Suns Nuggets they started off their series. Suns win one twenty five one twenty two one oh five. Devin Booker did a Devin Booker like game. Chris Paul looked good. Chris Paul had an insane series. We'll talk about that he in a second. Is unbelievable. We'll head over into Tuesday's action. Uh, game two between Philly and Atlanta. Philly wins 118-102. I know I said last week, Chris, that this is going to be a, be a series where just because Atlanta wins game one, 
it doesn't mean that that's going to be the only one they're going to get. Yeah, that's going to be the only one they're going to get. Yeah, it seems that. It seems like they're kicking up another year now, mm-hmm. as, as they should. However, the Hawks are – they're a team on the rise. They are. But I'm expecting a season to end tonight. Um, Jazz Clippers, game one. Jazz win 119-109 or 112-109. Very close game. Uh, Clippers were up by, I think, 13, 15 points at one point in this game. And the Jazz came storming back. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, insane. He, Donovan Mitchell is a Dwayne Wade 2.0. Yes. Love that comparison. I'm play with the, you on that. Play the exact type of game. And come playoff time, he raises his game, which is exactly what Dwayne Wade always did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the guy's, it. The guy's phenomenal. Love it, love it, love it. Um, game three between between Phoenix and – I'm sorry, yeah. Game two between Phoenix and Denver, 123-98. Uh, Phoenix wins game two. Another blowout right there. Uh, this is this is a common theme right here, in case you were wondering. Yeah, Denver looked like they had no life this whole freaking season. The only time they had life was Le- when Le- – You, I you was can say, say I was going to say, leave it to me, too. Sucker that I am, I ended up betting them in game three, thinking, oh, they're at home. They're going to at least get one win. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Blown out by 15. Literally, literally the only time the Nuggets have life, had life throughout this series, Chris, was when Jokic was named MVP. Yeah. That's about it. We'll get into that in a second, too, about about uh, game four in that series. Um, game three, Bucks win 86-83. Um, there was a bad in, um, inbound pass for for the Nets to tie it, uh, Kyrie loses the handle. Never does that. Um, at the end of the game, se- seemed a little interesting to me. Uh, I know we're throwing the rigged word around right there, but rigged just seemed a little interesting that Kyrie mysteriously loses a handle in a, in a crunch time situation. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Jazz beat the Clippers one seventeen one eleven in, ga- in game game two. Jazz are up two nothing again. Donovan Mitchell is Donovan Mitchell. Rudy Gobert, by the way, Defensive Player of the Year. One year after he literally shut down the league, and now he gets Defensive Player of the Year. He's legit, Rudy. Yes. Game three, Philly. Uh, Philly and Atlanta. You could probably take a wild guess who won this. Atlanta wins 127. I mean, sorry. Philly wins 127-111. Not looking good for Atlanta. Suns win game three against uh, Denver, uh, 116-102. Jokic, you know that 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 was Jokic's first game as MVP. Didn't go didn't go to plan, obviously. Clippers, and then game three between Utah and the Clippers. Clippers beat them one thirty two one oh six. We got a series in this game all of a sudden now. I want I want this series to go to distance. I think it will. I honestly think it will. You know, playoff P. You know, he'll he'll show up, and when I mean show up, I mean like he won't do anything. Um, and then last night. Um, Bucks beat Bucks beat the Nets one hundred seven ninety six. We got a series all of a sudden. Best of three two two. Uh, James Harden got in, is injured. Kyrie rolls his ankle last night. It's just Kevin Durant versus the Milwaukee Bucks now. Um, and then game four between the Suns and Nuggets. Suns close out the series one twenty five one eighteen. They're heading to the Western Conference for the first time I think in eleven years or something or thirteen years. Chris Paul. Had himself a series right here, Chris. I'm gonna I'm gonna name an insane stat right here for you. Ready? I love stats. Forty one assists, three turnovers, the entire series. Yeah, I mean that will win you a series. I That's mean, Chris Paul, right? Yeah. That dominant. 
That's Chris Paul right there. He had thirty. Um, I think he had, he had thirty-eight. One points. of the best to ever do it. Mm-hmm. Very underrated. People were uh, kind of writing his career off just because he hit a little rough patch in uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. But uh, him and Devin Booker, they they are the one-two punch that that team needed. Right? Do you yeah, agree? He, he frees up so much space for uh, Devin Booker, mm-hmm. uh, Mikel Bridges, all, the whole team, Aiden. I, lo- I, I'm, I think Chris Paul needs to stay there for – Maybe another two years, and then he can retire. Maybe one, even one more year. Um, he ain't retiring anytime soon. He's got too much left in the tank. Dude, Chris Paul's up there and in age, he, man. He, I know, but he can still play, and he's chasing that ring. So, until he gets that ring. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's head into the NFL really quick to close uh, to close this out. Uh, did you see Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell's comments over the weekend, Chris? No, but uh, when I when you sent me what we were talking about for the week, uh, I looked it up. Very interesting. He shouldn't even be talking. No, uh, in case you missed it, Le'Veon Bell. I think he was on Instagram or something. Was asked by like a Chiefs fan if he had resigned with the team, and Le'Veon Bell said, "I'd rather retire than play for Andy Reid again." Uh, Le'Veon Bell came out with like a big tweet about you know basically saying like you guys don't know the truth and stuff like that. Blah 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 blah. It's always about Le'Veon Bell. It's yeah, always, it's everyone, all, always everyone Le'Veon, else's fault. Let's see. Le'Veon Bell has had issues with the Steelers. He had issues with the Jets. And now he's having issues with the Chiefs. You think it's Le'Veon Bell or you think it's the teams, Chris? I mean, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's still very talented. I'm sure some team will probably pick him up. He's a free agent, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you assume, I mean, after training camp, maybe injuries and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Someone might pick him up, but uh, definitely like he's just trying to put his name out there to like be relevant again. Exactly. Um, so NFL mini camps they're underway starting today. Um, a, lot, a lot of drama too going surrounding this whole Aaron Rodgers saga. Exactly. You, you think he gets fined? You think yeah, the team? They're, they're, you think the team hits him with the fine? If they were smart, they would hit him. I mean, he the money doesn't matter to him. He's he's got plenty of money. Yeah. But um, you know. If you're not on the same page, you're gonna you're gonna find them. It's like me and you not going to work, Matt. You, you get in trouble. <laughs> you gotta go to work, exactly. Or if you can't make it to work, you, you shoot your boss a text at five thirty in the morning, like I did uh, this past weekend. Um, but, any, anyways, uh, it, I just I just can't I I just don't see it. the Packers not finding Aaron Rodgers here. Um, Where do you think he ends up, Matt? If and when they do decide to trade him, whether uh, I don't think I don't year? I don't think he gets traded. Um, this year, I agree. Um, I think I think this is going to turn, ironically, into a Lev Bell situation, um, where where he might just sit out a year. I hope he comes back and plays because I, I I just like mm-hmm. seeing him and Devontae Adams just terribly. Yeah. or it, they're just a great tangent. Mm-hmm. It could be a situation too where it's like week three, week four, and Rodgers decides to come back then because he realizes, all right, they're not going to trade me. I want to go play, and he might show up and play for a year. I think Denver could be a good spot for him. I'm. I think Denver ends up getting him. I. Yeah. I, I. I just. I just think they're going to end up. I don't know why. I just have a feeling Denver will end up getting him. Yeah, it um, seems like they're in the market for a quarterback. Another team to look out for. This is a dark horse team. Look out for Washington. I know Rogers no, I is not. on. I know Washington. I, would hope not. I know Washington's on the. I know Rogers is on the older side of things. Washington needs a quarterback though. Um, they do. 
Their starting quarterback is Ryan Fitzpatrick, so that should tell you how much they need a quarterback. Um, no disrespect to Fitzmagic, but you know, Fitzmagic is coming a, out. You know, Fitzmagic is a backup. So, what's coming out of Patriots camp? Anything big coming on? Um, out of Patriots camp right now, Cam Newton's back. He injured his hand last week. Um, he was out on the field today. Looked looked totally fine. Had some what's with Mac Jones wearing number fifty? Do you oh do you not know this? No, I, I'm just curious. So, so Bill, so Bill Belichick, he makes the rookies earn their numbers. So, okay. so he will give them. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, most give, teams usually just give, give you out a number. Yeah, he, Bill Belichick makes the rookies earn their number. He will, he will do from fifty to whatever, and and that's who you'll know that that's who. It's like, just you, funny. It's funny it's to so see that funny. on a quarterback. Like week one of preseason, they will have their numbers then. But I Belichick. Like Belichick just makes them earn it. So yeah, I mean, for all we know, too, they could already have their numbers picked out. They just can't wear them yet. For all we know, yeah. So. I mean, the same thing's going on with the Giants. You know, they they assign numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kadarius Tony is wearing eighty nine. It looks good on him, but I'm curious to see if, that, if that's what he keeps, or is he going to go with like a nice single digit number when the time comes? Mm-hmm. How do you feel? So, how do you feel about like um, players being able to wear whatever number they want now? How do you feel about that? Do you like that? I like, I like it, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you got a lot of these players that have reasoning behind their numbers. Yeah. They weren't allowed to wear these type of reasons, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Giant Sterling Shepard, his dad, who passed away when he was young, he wore number three when he was in the league. So mm-hmm. he changed back to number three. So no, And it, it sucks as for fans, for us. We're like, ah, shit, we got to get a new jersey. Or, and it, <laughs> it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Um, it will be it'll, it will be weird to get used to for sure. Yeah, because like it's gonna be weird to see Julio Jones wearing two. I think it's gonna be seeing Julio Jones in a Tennessee uniform. Yeah, I <laughs> talk about explosiveness on that offense. Yeah, yeah. That offense is gonna be insane. I forget he like said his reasoning the other day why he picked number two. I cannot remember. I think it's like two times eleven is twenty two or something like that. And Julio, AJ, Derek Henry, because that's all three of their numbers. So. I think that was his reasoning. I forget yeah. why. Um, I know a couple NFL players, they're returning back to their college numbers. Like, I know Leonard Fournette is now number seven. Yeah, that was that was seven. That was his number uh, during his time at LSU. Play- if he starts – hey, if he starts running like how he was in LSU because he's wearing wearing his, his uh, college number now, Tampa, Tampa's got Tampa's, – Tampa's just extra nasty then. Um I know yeah. J- Jalen Mills is wearing his old number, number two, um, for the Patriots. Judon's wearing his number, number nine. I don't know if you uh, saw this too, Matt. Did you see um, the Giants-Patriots are going to have a joint practice? I did see that. That's you know, good. Chris, you, you and I are going to have to, good. Chris, you and I are going to have to communicate for that, just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. We're going to have – you might have to come visit – you might have to come visit uh, – Massachusetts. Uh, I might. We might I, have to come up if they if they allow fan access. I'm not sure if they're gonna. Do they allow fan access to that? I think not. they're they're allowing fan access. They they normally do. Um, I know COVID for joint like practices though. Yeah, I went wow. to a I went to a Patriots Jaguars practice. I didn't know that. So, it, it, Jaguars have some of the weirdest drills I've ever seen. Um, but you Sounds know that right. that year that 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 the season that I saw that. That was the year that the Patriots and Jaguars met in the AFC Championship. So, you know, it is what it, it is. It's crazy to think about when you look back at that, Matt, how what? that team was 
really, they they really could have beat the Patriots too that in that game. They had you know, them t- beat, and then Tom Brady just beat. decided to kick ass. But it's crazy to think about. Like, all right, they had that two year run, and then they hit yeah. a freaking. <laughs> they, they blew that whole team up. That's the Jaguars, man. Yeah, <laughs> I think all there's left on that defense. I'm I'm not kidding. It's just Miles Jack. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he's he deserves I'm better. Pretty, yeah, I'm sure he's the last one left on there. But um, he'll be, but anyways, he'll be gone. yeah, he'll be gone. But anyways, that's gonna be it for this week. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, head on over to CouchGuysSports.com for all the latest sports and entertainment articles and podcasts. Uh, Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Twitter. We are so Not close making to 100. A push. We are making a push to 100. I think we're at 86 <laughs> followers last time I checked. Um, so kudos to everybody who did share who did share that post. Um, and, and if we have any new uh, any new listeners for the first time, hello. Uh, I know I probably should have done that at the beginning, but well, I'm going to be honest. This is this was our second attempt of doing this today, so I was just more focused on getting through it all again. Um, but. Hello to all of our new uh, listeners, if we have any. Uh, welcome aboard. Uh, I know Chris sucks, but we'll, we'll get used to it. Um, get used to me, man. You know, I, I suck, too. I know you'll get used to it. But um, <laughs> but we will see you guys next week. Remember to uh, wash your hands, wear your mask, practice social distance, and call out all the cans. And we will see you guys then. Thanks, guys. I don't know.